Today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks, it has been exactly three months since everything went down. Join me on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, or as I've also been heard or told, Tloppin. How's everyone doing today? It is the weekend. It's been three months, three months now since I've stepped foot at the Ponda. Oh boy, it has been such a long time. It feels like it's been longer than three months, but welcome to the Locked on Anaheim Ducks, brought to you by rockauto.com. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez, and today's show is going to be a lot shorter, although the previous episode on Wednesday was a lot longer, and the Wednesday show could have technically counted as two shows, but we're going to get rolling here. And by the way, I just want to mention that if you guys hadn't heard already, yesterday was special programming featuring eight of the Black Locked On hosts for a Black Lives Matter roundtable. So if you have not heard that already, be sure to give that a listen. And that is the special episode that took place yesterday. As for today, not a whole lot of new content to talk about. However, uh, we are going to talk about some of your favorite moments and also what made you a hockey fan. But first, you can hear this podcast via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you hear your podcasts. So the other day, I asked about uh, what made you a hockey fan. What are some of your favorite players? And I kind of laughed. Uh, Taylor Blake Ward, friend of the program. By the way, I've been pulling double, even triple duty this week by being a special draft correspondent on Locked on Mariners. I've also taken over for Taylor's show on Locked On Angels, covering the Major League Baseball draft. So I've been doing a plethora of shows this week. And as you can probably tell, I'm a little tired, just a little bit. So today's show is definitely going to be on the shorter side. But let's get right to it. Uh, Speaking of Taylor, he said what made him a hockey fan, and he simply answered Pavel Bure. I should point out that Taylor is a proud Vancouver Canucks fan. He spent a lot of time in Vancouver as a youth, so that was his guy growing up, was Pavel Bure of the Vancouver Canucks, but he also played a little bit for Florida. Actually, I think his best seasons were with the Florida Panthers, where he had 58 and 59 goals in a season, and helped lead that Florida Panthers team to at least one pretty okay playoff run, but he's most remembered for that 94 Stanley Cup run where they lost to the New York Rangers in seven games. But as far as his other his other playing time, he was always a very solid goal scorer. He scored 437 goals in his short 12-year career. I felt like he could have played a little bit longer. Uh, he retired right before the lockout, unfortunately. But, you know, that's how things go sometimes. So he likes Pavel Bure a lot. Um, I had a couple other responses that I really liked. uh, And they're both valid answers. One of those answers was becoming a fan of the Ducks around that 97 team. So this would have been around the time when the Mighty Ducks first made the playoffs was when they became a fan. And that's a good time to become a Mighty Ducks fan because that was their first playoff appearance at all. And they played the Arizona Coyotes, who also made their first playoff appearance as the Coyotes anyway. The franchise had made playoffs as the Winnipeg Jets. But that 97 run was a pretty memorable one. Uh, That series against the Coyotes was memorable for plenty of reasons. First off, they had those sweet, sweet jerseys on both sides. The Yotes had the Kachinas, the iconic Mighty Mighty Ducks jerseys. 
that was a classic series. That was also one where the Ducks came back after being down three games to two. They won that game six at America West Arena in overtime and then went on to win their first ever playoff series against the Coyotes. That was a fun one. That's probably one of my favorite Ducks moments was that 97 run. And then after that, they, of course, got swept by the eventual Stanley Cup winners, the Detroit Red Wings. But that was just a powerful Red Wings team. But as I said this before, what I liked about that Mighty Ducks team was the fact that they took the Red Wings to overtime not once, not twice, but thrice. Three times in that series, it went to overtime, actually. Overtime, triple overtime, and double overtime in that series. So that's a good answer. Uh, another answer, and I'm sure I've heard this several times over, that 3 team. Look, that 2003 Mighty Ducks team was something very special. And I know some fans still feel the pain of losing that Game 7 in New Jersey. But a lot of fans of Jay Jaguar were made after that series, after he won the Conn Smythe. So that was a pretty memorable one. Another answer that I really liked had to do with the 2007 team. So we kind of went across the board here. Um, another favorite memory was seeing their favorite duck, Ryan Getzloff, get to hoist the cup the year after their all-time favorite player, Cam Ward, got to host it. So obviously a fan of the Hurricanes there. And Jared, uh, shout out to you for sticking with that answer. His all-time favorite player, Cam Ward, they hoisted the cup in 2006. They took out the Edmonton Oilers, which I know many Mighty Ducks fans were happy about because Edmonton beat the Mighty Ducks in the Western Conference Finals in 06. So it's kind of just desserts to see the Oilers go down to the Hurricanes that year than the Mighty Ducks winning it the following year, which means it has still been, what are we at now, 27 years since a Canadian team has hoisted the Stanley Cup. So it has been that long, but those are some great moments. Um, I know there have been plenty of other moments that have created Ducks fans. Uh, you look back at that 2014, 2013, 2014, 2015 time when they won division title after title. And I'm sure there's even some young kids out there that became fans after that 2017 memorable comeback game against the Edmonton Oilers also. So there's plenty of reason to be Mighty Ducks fans, and I thank you all for giving a response to that. We're going to head into the break rather quickly. But before we do that, I want to tell you all about rockauto.com. Yes, they've got consistently lower prices than many of those dealerships out there. So whether you drive a Ford, a Toyota, or a Chevy, maybe you're a NASCAR fan and you like those three particular car brands. Or maybe you want to spruce up your Camry or your Ford Mustang. Well, rockauto.com is the place for you. They've got everything from wipers to floor mats, even motor oil. So be sure to check out rockauto.com. And in the section where they said, what did you hear from us? Put in, you heard from Locked On Ducks. So tell them we sent you. And once again, that is rockauto.com. And we'll be back after the first intermission. Stay locked in. back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks presented by rockauto.com. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez on the Locked On Podcast Network. And we have a little bit of breaking news that took place late Friday night. And this is pretty pertinent news as far as the NHL goes. 
Uh, we've just found out that Las Vegas will be one of the NHL hub cities for the Stanley Cup playoffs once play resumes. As I've mentioned on previous podcasts, there are going to be two hub cities, one for the Western Conference, one for the Eastern Conference. And we've been joined by uh, several people in the past, and I will hopefully have them on next week. But as far as information that I know, it looks like we're going to have hockey in Vegas. No telling if it's going to be the Eastern Conference that plays there or the Western Conference that plays there. But here's what we know so far. The Las Vegas Review Journal uh, put out a story saying that Vegas will be confirmed as a hub city for the Stanley Cup playoffs by June 22nd, which is when the official announcement will take place. That would be a week from Monday, although we might expect an official announcement before that. Uh, Gary Bettman said on May 26th that it would be three weeks until the hub cities were finalized. And before we had that list of 10 cities that would be hub cities, uh, I had mentioned that Minneapolis would be perfect for that, but that was before all the unrest took place out there. And there are still protests going on in Minneapolis, and they're not going to stop anytime soon. It is still a city that is very much rebuilding itself. So Minnesota is obviously out. Los Angeles would be obviously out because there are still protests going on in downtown Los Angeles every single day. It would not be smart to have it in Los Angeles. So that takes that out. Uh, New York, definitely a no-go with everything going on there. Honestly, there is not many choices as far as hub cities after everything that's taken place over the last three weeks. And it's it's kind of noteworthy to say that because of the NBA news that took place, there was a rumor that the NBA was going to use Las Vegas as a hub city. However, over the past week and a half, there have been reports that Orlando would be the hub city and only one bubble city in Orlando at the wide world of Disney, sorry, the wide world of sports at Disney World. However, there have been reports earlier today that the NBA might not even happen because uh, Kyrie Irving led a group of players to possibly not play, not because of concerns of coronavirus, but because of the social unrest going on in our country. So the NBA still might not happen. We don't know. The NHL, out of the out of the leagues, the NHL is the most likely to be playing. Let that sink in. The NHL, they could be gaining a lot of fans from this because there's no other sports going on aside from golf and NASCAR. And golf is fine. NASCAR is fun to watch. I've been watching some of the NASCAR races. They're fun. But fans want team sports. They want one of the four major sports. Football's not going to start until mid-September. Basketball might not start. Baseball <laughs> baseball just does not look good at the moment. They have looked awful with their negotiating. And for those of you that are aware, I've been pulling more than double duty this week by covering the MLB draft this week and taking over for Taylor Ward on Locked on Angels. So, yeah, I will admit that I have been spreading myself pretty thin this week. But, you know, it's all for good content and all for you guys, the fans of Anaheim. So if you guys have been listening all week, thank you once again. I appreciate it. Uh, going over some of the other hub cities that we talked about, this was maybe a, almost a month ago now that we talked about this. If you recall, here were the 10 hub cities on the conference call from Gary Bettman or I guess his 
official conference. Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Edmonton, Vegas, L.A., Minneapolis, St. Paul, Pittsburgh, Toronto, Vancouver. Minneapolis and L.A. are out. Uh, Chicago is probably going to be out because of all the unrest there as well. There is a rumor that the NHL is looking to have a Canadian city be the other hub city. Columbus, I thought, might have been a decent shot, but apparently that's not going to happen. So as far as the three Canadian cities, that leaves Edmonton, Vancouver, and Toronto. Edmonton would not be a bad choice. It's a little more isolated, and you're further away from all the contact of people that have the coronavirus. So I like Edmonton a lot. But it's likely that they're going to go. They're going to go to Toronto, more than likely. That's where the league offices are at. That's where the war room is at. That's it's seeming likely. And the other city does depend on how the Canadian government chooses to enforce their 14-day quarantine for those people entering the country. So we'll wait for an announcement there. We could have that announcement on the second city probably by June 22nd. Or sooner or later. I would say that target date of June 22nd seems like a safe bet to announce both hub cities because training camps are set to open July 10th and you've got to have enough time to be able to prepare those hub cities. Vegas is already preparing, which is which is good to hear. They're already preparing their bubble and luckily there is not going to be all 30 teams in fact not even 15 teams it's going to be 12 teams there which is kind of a plus instead of how the nba is doing it having 22 teams in one city 12 teams more manageable to figure out and even then four of those teams are going to be going home quickly because they have those play-in series with the best of five so very quickly it'll dwindle down to eight teams just like that And obviously the NHL wants to have the Canadian city to have that market as well. It's also a TV market. You want to have NBC have their televised market in Vegas. You want to have the Canadian broadcasting channel. They want to have their access in Canada. So for the league, I could see why it would be beneficial to have one hub team in Vegas, one hub team in Edmonton or Toronto. That is the preferred destination assuming that the quarantine issue can be managed. And this is according to the Sportsnet article that came out late Friday. So once again, fairly big news, Vegas is going to be one of the hub cities for the National Hockey League. With that, I think it's a nice little bow to wrap up on this week of podcasts. And we're ending on some good news. Now we're starting to figure out when hockey is going to come back. We're figuring out where it's going to be played We will have more news on that probably next week and the following week after that. Do you realize we're less than two weeks away from the NHL draft lottery? The Ducks could have the number one pick. You never know what could happen there. The Ducks could be number one, number two, number three. They could get a game-changing pick. So hopefully we'll have some special content on that once the draft lottery is closer. Just a reminder that you can hear this podcast or any of the previous episodes on the Locked On Podcast Network via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. And please don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe if you have not already. We're going to continue with having three shows per week. Uh, next week, ideally, 
We'll have shows on Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. So that'll be next week. Then the following week, we will hopefully have a... Maybe we'll try a live show on Friday for the draft lottery. So we'll see how that goes. I am looking forward to that. I guess it's one of the few things that Ducks fans can look forward to because, let's face it, they're not going to see hockey for the next four to five months. So let's look forward to seeing who the Ducks can pick up in the draft. Uh, one more thing. Be sure to check out Locked on NHL. Sir Avampado hosts the Monday show. And once again, I thank Locked on NHL for having me on recently. And I thank them for airing part of the interview that I did uh, over a couple weeks ago now with Nick Hamilton from AM570, from NBC, Nightfall Media. So be sure to check out that interview if if you haven't already. It's a very, very powerful interview, and I highly recommend it. Follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD, or follow the Ducks podcast at LO underscore Ducks, both of which are on Twitter. So once again, thank you all so much for joining along. Thanks for those of you that responded, and thanks for sticking around, and thanks for listening. You know, it's, it's really heartwarming that we still have a lot of listeners that care about hockey and we will continue to try to give as much excellent content as possible. So thank you once again to everyone listening for locked on Anaheim ducks. I'm Jason JD Hernandez saying, have a great weekend. I'll see you next week. Stay safe, Anaheim and ducks fly together.